Hey y'all, what if you really could change your life? If there was a way to be healthy and intentional in every area of your life? Good news, there is. And we show you how each week on All of You Whole. Hosted by me, Caroline Fossil, entrepreneur, wellness expert, author, and speaker. Every episode is an in-depth look at how to help you get unstuck, be brave in your life choices, and have a meaningful life all either from my own experiences or from the experts I interview. My goal is to help you build a healthy, connected, and intentional life that fulfills your greatest purpose. Today on the podcast, we get to chat with Ryan Woodbury, who is the CEO and co-founder of Needed, which is a science-backed, practitioner-supported, and mama-centric family nutrition brand. It was founded by both Ryan and Julie Sawaya. They are on a mission to empower real nourishment in women. So I love that they focus on before, during, and after pregnancy. So if you're a woman, they have products for you. They are really focused on not just recommended daily values of things, which is typically how vitamins are created. Instead, they, like I am too, are focused on optimal nutrition. This is such a great conversation. I think you're going to learn as much as I did. So without further ado, let's welcome Ryan to the show. Welcome to the show, Ryan. We are so excited to chat with you today. Caroline, I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and also just a quick story of how Needed came to be? Absolutely. So I'm Ryan. I'm one of the co-founders of Needed. We are a perinatal and family nutrition business, really looking to optimize perinatal health and ultimately family health in order to support and help mamas thrive in their ultimate families is really helping women thrive. We all care so much about our kind of communities. It really is an extension of your whole family being able to thrive. We know matters so much to ourselves Mm -hmm. and and the moms at large, but really needed was started out of personal need and interest. My business partner, Julie, and I met as, as friends and next door neighbors in graduate school. And we were both beginning to think about our journeys to motherhood and watching a number of our friends start theirs. Both of us had been longtime nutrition nerds, like very focused on nutrition, had gone through nutritional certifications to get trained ourselves, had done undergraduate work in nutrition and thought we were sort of doing it all right, shopping at the farmer's market and taking some supplements and the list goes on. And then we basically started working with some practitioners to do nutritional testing and realized that we were very deficient in a number of key nutrients that are mm-hmm. important for optimizing fertility, pregnancy outcomes, and babies cognitive development. So we were shocked by where we stood as thinking we were the most nutritionally informed, doing the right things in our friend group. And then I think also watching a number of friends go through the whole spectrum of things that come up before, during, and after pregnancy. I think we were really just shocked at how little better nutritional recommendations actually came up during the course of those life stages. And so we turned to who we turned to as experts in order to up-level and started working basically with a like a community of practitioners, nutritionists, naturopathic doctors, functional medicine doctors, sort of vetting like, 
hey, if we're deficient, are you seeing your patients are deficient? So what are you doing in order to improve deficiencies and effectively learn like, yes, we're seeing similar deficiencies mm-hmm. across the board. Here's the extensive testing that we do. And we are seeing better outcomes when we put patients on certain protocols. Mm-hmm. But those protocols were very clunky. It was sort mm-hmm. of buying 10 different products from six different brands, architecting together. And if you wanted to add in one product, you couldn't take this other ones because then suddenly a dosage of a certain nutrient would mm-hmm. be too hard. Yeah. So, We wanted to look at how do you really redesign prenatal support from the ground up and be able to better support women to thrive. Because when you looked into the data and research that despite 97% of women taking a prenatal during pregnancy, 95% of them are nutrient deficient. And we were there Yeah. I have felt that way personally in my health journey. Like I say this all the time, but I'm like, I'm doing a lot of things right. Like the I'm I'm exactly like you, Ryan. Like I am that nerd that's like, give me all the data. Like not only learning it, but also my own. I'm like, oh, there's a new test where I can send in my eyebrow, and you know what I mean. Like I'm like doing all the things. I and listened like, to some of your like gut health journey yes. episodes and can resonate as I yes. went on this full gut health rebuilding exploration to rebuild right. it before having kids. And it's sort of like a chicken in the egg of like, right. do you get interested in this because you need some extra support mm-hmm. or not? You can debate either way, but I right. think we can sort of say across the board, women need better nutritional support before, during, and after pregnancy. Yes. Yes. And especially you saying we were kind of at the pinnacle of like knowledge of nutrition and like doing the right things. And we still were struggling. I feel like that's why needed is so needed (laughs) because if you and I are finding these deficiencies, like how much more the mama who's never like, you know what I mean? Who's just like driving through McDonald's every day because that's all she can afford, right? It's like, The nutritional deficiencies there, I'm sure, are really striking. So love talking about nutrition. So let's first talk about prenatal nutrition. We've talked extensively on the podcast about how food alone doesn't provide us with all of our nutritional needs anymore, right? Like there probably was a point that it did. And unfortunately, because of all the things over farming, monocropping, all the things, it just doesn't. So you speaking personally, but also like maybe your clients with needed, what are some of the typical deficiencies that you're seeing maybe most common in women who are trying to conceive or maybe women who are testing because they're pregnant? Yeah, totally. I'm happy to go there. And I will just say like, that's awesome that your audience is already up to speed on the (laughs) kind of like food isn't enough, the environmental issues is that really drove my personal interest in nutrition. It was that it actually really started from an interest in the environment and realized you could kind of get people to care about environmental issues when you're able to bring it back to how it impacts their individual or their family's health. Right. And so I'm 100% there with you. And it's so true. But for nutritional deficiencies, it's a lot, it runs the gamut. But if you really just look at our complete plan as a starting place, that was really where we saw kind of four products where there are nutritional deficiencies for women at this life stage. So really what our complete plan does is it pairs a multivitamin and mineral blend. And there's a lot of deficiencies within the multivitamins and minerals for women at all stages, but especially at pregnancy. If you look Mm -hmm. at sort of B12, vitamin Mm -hmm. D, 
magnesium, selenium, iodine, the list goes on are all choline, are all nutrients that again and again, our practitioners just see our mama community not meeting their needs. Everything from sort of vitamin D, it's not that readily available in food. We're not getting Mm -hmm. time outdoors like that we used to, and especially time outdoors where your chest and back is exposed, Mm -hmm. which is really important for vitamin D levels. So our prenatal multivitamin has 4,000 IU of vitamin Mm. D, which is the like clinically studied amount that Mm -hmm. is shown to be sort of safe and effective for pregnancy. And then we have a vitamin D topper outside of the complete plan because 6,000 IU is the minimum you want when you're a nursing mom. So Mm. we wanted to be able to have that complete plan work for you before, during, and after pregnancy. Sure, sure, sure. Multivitamins and minerals. And most people think of like, oh, my prenatal vitamin should have multivitamin and minerals, we have you covered there using sort of therapeutic dosages that are studied to bring you to optimal levels versus just bare minimum in the nutrient forms that are actually usable by the body. So this would be like methyl and adenosylcobalamin for Mm -hmm. B12 versus cyanocobalamin, which is kind of a cheaper... Non-methylated. And then an omega-3. So omega-3 was one of the areas where Julie and I were both especially deficient, like Mm. eating salmon a couple times a week was not getting us anywhere close to Mm. meeting our omega-3 levels. And then I know there's a lot of moms who don't like fish, so they're relying on walnuts and chia seeds Mm -hmm. in order to get their omega-3 levels, but those have to go through a multi-stage conversion process to be converted into the EPA and DHA that you need that for your body to for hormone balance, yeah. for immunity, for building the brain. So huge, huge deficiencies in omega-3 fatty mm. acids. So we have an omega-3 yeah. DHA EPA product, a collagen protein. As women really protein needs are elevated at this life stage. A lot of recent research around women not getting close to meeting those needs. And then right. two amino acids within collagen, glycine and proline are conditionally essential during your pregnancy, meaning mm. that your body can't make enough, you have to get it from food. And when you're talking about before, we don't really eat nose to tail the way For that sure. we used to. Yep. So those amino acids aren't readily available in some of the skin free chicken breasts and things like that, right. that we end up eating now. And then also a a pre and probiotic, as we do think there are importance to be able to get targeted strains Mm -hmm. for this life stage rather than just relying on food and fermented food in order to support your microbiome that there are there are lacks of sort of think about soil causing nutritional Mm -hmm. deficiencies in food we have spore based probiotics in our pre and pro because Mm. those spore forming probiotics have been completely stripped of food and in like a yogurt or a kimchi there are some great lactobacillus strains but you really want to make sure and building that environment for baby in a healthy pregnancy that you have the targeted strains that are known to support outcomes at this stage of life. So those that was an overarching long yes. answer, but those are the four kind of components that we in our practitioner community really felt were most important and for women to be able to hit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many. It's so funny. I had like 5,000 thoughts while you were saying all of that, but one of which is like, the connection that I've been seeing in research and popping up recently is the connection between like mama's gut and baby's gut. And even like these companies that are testing, like your baby comes out the womb and you're testing their 
like what's inside their gut. It just blows my mind because yeah, you, you basically know, we used to think the uterus was a sterile environment. We know that it's not. So baby's right. gut starts getting seeded by moms, and then of yeah. course through the birth process, which most mm-hmm. are familiar with skin to skin, and then of course through breastfeeding and right. what a mom eats in many ways dictates mm-hmm. what her milk biome looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It blows my mind. There's so much to it. Yes. And the other thing that came to mind was like when I was pregnant super young with Ella and we did the 20 week ultrasound and every time it's like, here's a foot, here's a whatever. Oh, my husband's a physician and he would be like, oh, thank God. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, There's so much that can, there's, you're building a human. So much can go wrong. And so when it all goes right, it's a miracle. And you're like, oh my gosh. And you talking through all of these different things that we need in pregnancy reminded me of that because it's like there's so much that we need and so much that we could not be getting right (laughs) like of all these things that we need during pregnancy um yeah so what a great solution to to be providing all of those things and also the adding on of d and omega-3s and all these things i feel like you guys have really thought through this is kind of the base here are some things to add on and really really personalize that for you if needed which is great so you mentioned a lot on the website and also part of your purpose is just that this prenatal nutrition information isn't just so lacking so not readily available. And so from like a food perspective, what are some kind of foods in addition to supplementation that women should really be prioritizing from a optimal nutritional density standpoint, both during like trying to conceive phase, also pregnancy, postpartum? What are some of your favorite recommendations? Yeah, absolutely. And that's so true that we don't want to just be like selling you products that we really see what needed does as both product development company, an education company, and then also really helping folks be match and find the right practitioners to be able to get more personalized and nuanced information as well. But in terms of food, there's a few things that we really think about folks focusing on. So one is plant diversity that again, plant diversity is one of the things that's most supportive for microbiome health. So we work with, I work individually with a microbiologist who spoke, focuses on supporting mama's gut and the development of babies, but she's also helping us design. She's supported with our pre-pro formulation and is helping us design some kids products. And she'll say like basically target eating 40 different types of plants each week and ideally each day, which is a tricky test if you go and do it. And oh my it's, gosh. it's kind of changed how I shop like at the farmer's market. You used to sort of think of like, oh, let me get enough of like this type of potato this week. But now I try to like get one of every type of potato that I see. And then that's the meal that we like end up cooking that night to just mm. add that little bits of diversity of mixing the different types of greens that you use are all mm. sort of good things. It doesn't have to be an overwhelming amount of quantity, but variety does matter for those little bugs in your body. Yeah. So that's a big one. Certainly for this life stage, protein requirements are so important for blood sugar balance, for immune health, a whole host of things. So we love our collagen. We love throwing collagen into a bunch of different types of foods, but also really do have want our mamas to pay attention to the sources of protein that they're eating. So that's one. Choline is another one that 
Choline is a nutrient that really is important for this life stage for a few different reasons. Of one, it works synergistically with folate and forming baby's neural tubes, but it also is really supportive for just brain processing and structure. So there's been a lot of research around cognitive outcomes in kids right. based off of mom's choline intake and pregnancy. And it's, it's a nutrient that it's tricky to get enough of in diet other right. than if you eat a ton of eggs and liver. Yeah. So eggs and liver are certainly nutrient dense things we love. Also, depending on where you are in pregnancy and sort of everyone will manage their own risk. But I certainly was a big fan of row fish eggs yeah. for a nutrient dense solution and getting your omegas in as well. So yeah. Those are certainly what comes to mind first and is a good starting place. Yeah, totally. I loved your tip on the diversity of vegetable vegetables and fruits and everything. And even just like there's a million different kinds of potatoes. Just grab 10 different ones. That's so smart. And I wouldn't have necessarily thought of that. So I feel like that's a new fun challenge for me. Can we eat 40 th different things today? Okay, so I know the answer to this question, but I want to hear how you answer it. Are typical prenatal vitamins enough? Are they filling the nutritional gap? They are not. Most prenatal <laughs> vitamins are a waste of your money. Like right. you're sort of, there's basically most prenatal vitamins to say it a little bit more clearly are designed off of the RDAs, the recommended right. daily allowance, which then gets translated into the percent daily facts that you see on the side mm -hmm. of the supplements label. And really the philosophy around that is how do you avoid a deficiency or avoid a disease condition? But that is a very different mindset than thinking mm -hmm. about how do you support your body optimally at a time, the most nutritionally intensive time of a woman's life in pregnancy and postpartum and nursing. So yeah, we have found again that most prenatals are far from cutting it, whether it's from inclusion of yucky ingredients right. to of things that you don't want in there of fillers and other things to forms of nutrients that mm -hmm. are really difficult for the body to process to dosages that are way too low, or in some cases, way too high. And we're just like really missing key nutrients. Like for example, choline is, a, is missing from a lot of prenatal vitamins or is really only there in a tiny amount. And that's many reasons because choline is a bulky nutrient. So mm. it can't really fit very well if you want a two capsule or two gummy prenatal oh. vitamin. It's hard to pack it in there. Yeah. Which is like, let's just leave it out because it's cheaper and like makes more sense. It's like, man. And so I want to, I want you to like talk a little bit more about the diff, this difference between like, let's take this much coal, let's put a tiny bit of choline in here so that we, so that our baby doesn't have deformities, right? Versus optimization. Because I feel like half of what I do is about this optimization piece because on the well in illness to wellness continuum, a lot of Western medicine is like, let's get you not diseased, right? And so it feels like what you're saying is like a lot of this prenatal world is let's get your baby to not have deformities or major conditions at birth. And it sounds like needed is coming from this optimization place of like, let's make sure mama and baby are as healthy as possible. So can you just talk yeah. a little bit about the difference there? Yeah, and our hope, and then certainly we got to be careful around claims and what has been studied, but I can't talk about what we've seen in our own experiences and what a lot of our practitioners will mm -hmm. rely. But it's really the like, how do you remove mom's 
aches and discomfort and exhaustion Mm. during pregnancy for a lot of it. And on the baby side, it's a lot of early research around how it can change the trajectory of the kid's early development from rates of colic to their cognitive development seven years out. If you look at choline to some of the early immune formulation, immune formation that I I just think that like, there's so much like fear and awfulness Mm. in our culture. And it doesn't mean like, you take needed and suddenly you have no issues like being a mom being like a an early infant is still difficult and things come <laughs> up. like I can talk about it yeah. uh, one of the things that's tough in my life right now is I I spent a year rebuilding my gut as I had a whole host of issues was mm. very intentional of making sure my gut was in the right place when trying to conceive and Mm. then to set the course of my daughter's life on the best path possible. And I, she now has eczema. It was stimulated Mm. by a couple of things happening, RSV and a couple of other things close together. And I'm like, kicking myself for For it being like I know all the tools of how you can like prevent eczema for happening and you still like it still can happen like there's so many things out of our control totally so that's what you want to be reminded of you can't control all of it but Mm -hmm. if you are able to sort of set yourself up and I feel highly well nourished in my like postpartum recovery from treating Mm. myself nutritionally well that I'm able to handle when tough things come your way to be more sort of resilient for it. And we just want more women to have that just like baseline to have the have the energy and have to be able to like go to battle and to like and to laugh about it and have fun with it. So that's really the underlying philosophy. And there's Mm. certainly if you dig in deeper, a lot of again and again, where men do notice and our practitioner community does see meaningful outcome change when Mm. vitamin D levels are in optimal place, when B12 levels are in optimal place, when omega-3 levels are, the list goes on when magnesium is in an optimal place, like the number of leg cramps and headaches and all of these things. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I got pregnant at 22, was planning on getting pregnant at 32 when I knew all the things and was just so wise. Now I'm 33 and I laugh. I do not have it all figured out, but I look back and I'm just so amazed that Ella is here and thriving, doing great because I look at the protein requirements for pregnancy and I'm like, I was vegetarian, likely not getting enough protein, not because all vegetarians don't, but just because I was so young, I wasn't like making sure I had a complete protein and pairing my my amino acid profiles. Like this was just not in my brain. So not getting enough protein and not eating fish because we were mostly vegan. So like, I'm sure my omega-3s were really low and like all of these things. And like, I can't even remember, to be totally honest with you, the brand of prenatal vitamin that I took at the time because I'm just in such a different space now. And so like, I had no- You can't kick yourself for it. And the good news is like, if you were a young, healthy, first time mom, that (laughs) like your daughter is set up to be fine because you had everything within your system that a little baby needs. Right. But like, you probably would have felt better, you know, five years earlier. Like, had you been better supported at that time, but at least to give comfort to the the moms listening. Like, this isn't for fear factor. It's just for- how do we yes. make sure you're feeling your best too? Yep. Mm-hmm. And what I know now, it's just funny, like looking back and I'm like, had I had enough magnesium, probably wouldn't have had the leg cramps. It's funny to like fill in the gaps now of like what 
I would do differently now. But okay, so when we think about prenatal vitamins, I think you've touched on this a little bit, but like the formulation is so important, right? So using folate instead of folic acid and stuff like that. Obviously, all the listeners are just going to choose needed and we don't need to worry about this. But I do want to know what are some of the most important little tricky things like that that you guys have made conscious choices about at needed that you feel like mamas just need to know? Yeah. Well, I can say in some ways, this stuff gets really tricky. So Mm. it can be hard to look at a nutritional supplements label Mm. and like, am I getting it right? Because it's Mm. complicated. Like it's getting into chemical structure and biology and is it a micrograms or milligrams and what dosage? So I will say like we we worked with a team of practitioners to go through every single ingredient, every single dosage to make sure we were getting exactly what we wanted, which is a rarity in the supplement space that we spent three years doing that. Most companies that you see just white label other people's products and put a different brand on it. So there actually isn't any like formulation discretion or improvement there. So that is one of the things that we see ourselves doing differently at Needed and really wanting to create a new standard for what prenatal nutrition looks like. So I'll start there. But some of the things that I will look at, I pulled out a supplement facts panel that you guys can't see to just be able to like reference kind of quickly of quick things Mm -hmm. that I look at. But some of the sort of the worst ingredients in our mind would be if there's a folic acid instead of a, mm-hmm. a methylfolate. Right. So look at that first, a cyanocobalamin for B12 instead of a methylcobalamin. But we also love there to be an adenosylcobalamin as well, which supports basically your mitochondrial kind of energy. Mm-hmm. And can you tell us why? So for listeners who don't know why like methylated forms are important, can you tell us why? Yeah. So basically the methylated form of folate is in, it helps your like your methylation processes in your body, which is effectively like cleaning your DNA. Mm -hmm. So DNA expresses in the way that you want it to be expressed. It is nuanced because you can, some people can get too much methyl kind of Mm. contribution from methylnutrients and some people don't have enough. Um, That's probably a conversation for another day, but there is some genetic SNPs that prevent many people from converting sort of folate or folic acid into the methylated form, which is the actual form of folate that is usable by the body. And there certainly are other genetic SNPs throughout basically nutrient metabolism that can prevent conversion from certain forms of nutrients into others. Like another example is some people are better converters at converting ALA, Mm -hmm. alpha-linolenic acid, the omega-3 found in like walnuts or chia seeds into DHA and EPA, the usable Mm -hmm. form. So at needed, we try to use wherever possible the most readily available forms by the body to guarantee you're going to ultimately get that dose and it's not going to be left off to do you have the the genetic ability to convert mm. it. So that's one aspect of it. And I think there's others where we also really want to avoid anything that isn't a naturally occurring nutrient structure. And mm. folic acid isn't something that is readily available in food or in our bodies. It was a man-made sort of structure. Some early kind of questions around how well can can folks even without MTHFR genetic SNPs be, are they able to metabolize it? 
Yeah, and which is so important because something like 40% of the population has MTHFR. Some will even say up to 60. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, there's a whole host of others. I think what I can recommend is we do on our website have a what to look for in a prenatal kind of guide. Oh, and smart. Now I believe 80 different prenatals that it reviews. So it can walk you through you can look up your label and we'll tell you like, oh, hey, like we think that the dosage of vitamin D in that is way too low. For vitamin mm. A, we really like seeing a combination of beta carotene and retinal palmitate. Mm-hmm. And here yeah. are the reasons why. And the list goes on. And that can be a helpful kind of educational tool and also to help you find what is the right prenatal for you. Yeah, that's genius. Just from like a marketing standpoint, I'm like, mind blown. That's so smart, especially because you guys offer the like, that doesn't have enough vitamin D. Here you go. We've got vitamin D. Awesome. I want to know before we wrap up, what is your favorite needed product? Oh, gosh, it varies from time to time. Probably (laughs) right now, the one that I the two products, if I can say two that I'm most most diligent in taking is our stress support. Ooh. which is a Nervine and adaptogenic, adaptogen botanical blend that I do really notice the difference if I take wow. it or not. And I'm also still nursing and it has a lot of support for basically like breast milk production as well yeah. with some galactoglogs in it and some other herbs that are supportive to that regard. So not, it doesn't have to be taken while nursing, but it's right. an added benefit for that life stage. And then our hydration support I rely yes. on for getting hydrated. Yeah, And I find that those two products are the ones that like, I can't miss, even though I'm Mm. I'm one of those. I was a supplements company owner. I take probably like 30 pills a day. So girl, (laughs) I crack myself up when I travel because my thing, like, I hope that this is not the case forever, but right now in a healing journey, I mean, I have this big, huge pill box. And when I got it on Amazon, it's it's like clearly marketed to old people on a million pharmaceuticals and it's like large letters arthritis friendly and i'm like this is apparently where i am in my life and i'm like excited about it right so i feel you on that so that's good and then i will say just we did just launch last week an egg support which i'm also loving i saw that we want another kid at some point in the future but we have two out of control dogs that were like, I don't think we can handle a fourth child just yes, yet. So yeah. it's my like safety net in some ways. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I love that so much. So for people who don't know, can you take a prenatal, like trying to conceive conception and like, can you be on it just like forever? You can. Absolutely. We really designed our prenatal. Many practitioners will even say started a year before you want to conceive. Right. Because yeah. just, well, I think fertility is a is a benefit of your body being fully nutritionally supported. Yep. So having a year to build that up and balance your hormones and yep. manage stress and a whole host of other things. So a year before trying to conceive. And then in some ways, many would say like, take it through your whole kind of childbearing years until you're done having kids and you'd fully weaned off the last Mm. one though we do have some folks that like budget or otherwise that don't want a full throttle eight capsule or or powdered option Mm. Though we do have an essentials that's three capsules we also do make just like a general women's health kind of multivitamin that Mm. is really intended for now that mom that's done nursing oh cool um, to move on to if she doesn't want prenatal sitting there on her label anymore but there's no harm for taking your prenatal and there's all just good stuff for as many years as possible yeah 
Cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for chatting. I'm going to ask you the last question that I ask everybody. So at the end of your life, when you're looking back, what will a successful life look like to you? Yeah, it's an amazing question and certainly worth to have that reflection. I And I mean, to me, it just really goes back to people, like mm-hmm. the people that you're able to spend your time with, be surrounded by community wise and those that I'm hoping I will have been able to like help and support through the needed community as well. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, Ryan. Hope to talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Ryan, for being on the show today. I learned so much, and I feel like we have in common this really striving to do our best in terms of eating really nutritionally dense foods and still finding that we are deficient in some areas in our lab work. And that's why I'm so excited about Needed. So listeners, whether you never ever want to be pregnant, you are currently pregnant, you're trying to conceive, you're postpartum, honestly, any stage of being a woman, I think that needed can really help us increase our mineral stores in our bodies, really provide us with some optimal nutrition, and also through that help us feel our best. So if you are interested in trying Needed's products, please go to allofyouwhole.com forward slash needed. That will get you to where you need to go and check out the show notes for a coupon code that you can use on your order. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that today's conversation will help you be healthier. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next week.